thousands of years ago, they were Apollo, Zeus, Ares. Now they are Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and the other heroes and villains of DC and Marvel Comics. Join us every week as we discuss the legendary stories, characters, concepts, and other parts of comics as we examine the modern pantheon of heroes. Let's get heroic. Welcome to Under Two Capes, the podcast for the comic book fan. I am Jared. And I'm Lad. And this is our first episode of the new year. Yes. New podcast year. Podcast year. Not the actual new year. We're, we, we instituted a new uh, chrono, you know, chronology system. We have uh, a new timeline. Yeah, new timeline. Flashpoint and yeah. all that. Barry Allen showed up and saved our parents and then just flipped yeah. it and it's, all that stuff. Yeah. It's the new 52 under two capes. Under two capes style. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, all right. So this week we're talking about why are superheroes so popular in today's culture? Because it's a question that keeps being brought up every chance we get. Yeah. And concurrently, it's the topic of a paper I'm writing in the summer for school. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we have like a loose list of, uh, of different like reasons for why they're popular. But if you want to pick, um, you start, just pick one. Yeah, I'll spin the wheel. Good, 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 good. I think we should start with, let's start with, I like the movie. Let's just start with like right. the first thing you see, you know, like face value. What is cool about the superheroes, you know, TV shows and movies and such. What is, you know, why, you know, that's why I think people really enjoy it. Like, you know, at face value when you don't know anything about it. Well, yeah, because when, you, when you're reading a comic book, there's only so much that you can imagine that's mm-hmm. going on where if you see like a live action, like with Iron Man, you see a live action Iron Man movie and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is so badass. Yeah. He's shooting those people with, with, with repulsor lasers. Taser repulsor lasers. Taser face. <laughs> I had to. Face? I had to. Oh boy. No, it's it's uh because you know, comic books, you know, are really are cool and but they're definitely more limited audience. I think a lot of people get into superheroes and the comics from the TV shows and movies of superheroes, DC and oh, Marvel. Yeah. That's definitely the, the not the as much game. as like the comic book companies would like, but uh-huh. it does happen. Right. Yeah. It's it's definitely where people become aware of their their characters from shows and movies. You know, if they put the TV shows like as a kid, you're just, you know, you're watching different TV shows and your parents put on like, you know, Avengers Assemble or DC, you know, I mean Justice League Unlimited or something yes. on your TV. And you just, you know, you watch it and it seems really exciting when you're younger. And you know, if you come to, into it now as an older fan, you watch a show like, I don't know, like Titans or Titans or, or, you know, Loki, like the latest mm-hmm. shows, like, you know, it's a live action show, maybe something more for your audience. It's cool. It's exciting. You go to the theater and you see this, you know, really crazy things like people flying, people shooting powers, lifting cars. Like it seems really exciting you know, world to get into. So I think that definitely appeals to people, you know? There's also a whole, but you see, that's true, but the comic book, but so far the movie people and the comic book people ha- have not capitalized on that. What I mean is that I think there used to be, a, a, like this in the movie theaters, there should be an ad at the end of it that said, for more adventures of like the X-Men, mm-hmm. 
see buy this comic book because there are certain people that go see the movies and have no idea there's a comic book about them. Yeah, I, I guess it's just some people really just of uh, uh, our modern day generation doesn't really read as much anymore, myself included. False, they actually do. Really? Mm-hmm. They actually read quite a bit still. They still read comic books. I mean, yeah, but like here's my, the thing the about co- comics versus digital. Digital is never going to replace comic books because when they come down to it, comic books are collectible. That's true. You can't have a digital collectible. It, it's not quite the same until they start instituting. They have uh, augmented reality glasses, and then Still. you can like you can digitally put them up on your wall and stuff like that. Actually, that would be hilarious. Oh, can we? That would be actually kind of cool. We're gonna cut that out. Of the Elon, because Elon, gonna, Elon, please come up with that. I want to copyright that. So let, we should cut that out of the episode. <laughs> You're an engineer. <laughs> it's all it. It will one day be possible to do that because if you've seen Pokemon Go, they have the augmented reality where yeah. they put the you can Pokemon put a Pokemon somewhere and you walk away from it and move around, but it stays in that physical virtual yeah, location. You, get, get a herd of engineers together. I don't know what, what yeah. a group of engineers is called. I, I guess a herd or a gaggle or something like that. But to get a herd of engineers together and make me some AR. It's called a uh, you know. I don't know, create, you know, mad scientists, maybe you call them if you put a group of them together. <laughs> mad science. Okay. <laughs> mad lab. There you go. A mad lab. Yeah. But, but it's, do it. It's, it's cool stuff. You know, comics and, you know, the movies and TV shows that I think that really appeals to people. And then people watching it, it's exciting. It's, it's, it's something fun. You know, we, we talk about plenty of episodes where we talk about comic book or a movie or a TV show from Marvel or DC. And it's just flashy. It's quick action pace. It's funny dramatic it has real life uh adventures and stories in it well yeah and i and i've uh, mentioned this in the podcast many times i started on the movies mm-hmm. because yeah. it's like i saw the sam raimi spider-man movie yeah. i saw iron man and there was only like 2013 when i really got into comic books yeah beforehand i was a movie and tv little guy i, yeah. was, I was a member of the uninitiated yeah unenlightened right if you get into the comics you learn a lot more stories and you definitely, it's definitely a lot more exciting when you get into the comics itself. Yeah, because you're like, there's this much history on this one character. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, these characters have been around for like 80 years. Spider Man's like uh, 19. Uh, Spider most, most of the cool, uh, um, popular uh, Marvel characters were in the 60s. Yeah, you're right. So most most characters around 60 years old, but Batman's like 80 years old or something like that. Now. Superman's been since 1938, and Batman was 1939, I think. Yeah, I, I think Batman's 80th anniversary is coming up. Soon. I remember when the seventy fifth anniversary. Yeah, bad anniversary. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's that's me really crazy when think about how much legacy these characters have, how many different stories have been told. Even this, DC has been around since before Superman. Yeah, that's crazy. Albeit titled it, it, it differently. Yeah, like you know, we think back, like you know, that's like ancient times, like <laughs> the they were drawing on stone tablets. I know, like literally the you know when the comics you know first you know action comics number one came out and then you know we look at that ancient times in like imagine yeah there we go in a hundred years from now are we gonna look back at now and say oh that was ancient times like a doomsday clock yeah like this is this seems like ancient or like thinking like you know just these characters have so much legacy with them i think that's something people enjoy is that you know it's not something you know they always have fresh retellings but the characters are like, you know, archetypes, you know, like our parents knew about Superman, Batman, you know, the X-Men, stuff like that. You know, our grandparents knew about 
some of these things also like, you know, it's been around for so long that, you know, the common culture knows about them vaguely have heard about them. Oh, it's cool. It's the more whole, so now because the MCU, the but... MCU has definitely pushed things really into the pop culture where everyone hears about it. But, but, you know, it's just, it's kind of cool because your parents knew about it a little bit. So then your parents maybe expose you to it a little bit. I know that my dad like told me, like taught me a lot about Star my Wars. My dad showed me the Batman 1966 show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. My bat, my dad did the same. It's, it's something where it becomes generational, you know, like, because they and they talk about about this on, on the documentary about the history of DC and that when when the Christopher Reeves Superman movie came out, what it established was that these characters are timeless. There's yeah. no like this is your father's Superman. Yeah. No, it's the same character. It's just yeah. you can put him in in, in situations that modernize him. Yeah, exactly. Which is what's good about Man of Steel. Yep. Yep. No, it's true. I was always on Zack Snyder's side. <laughs> you never doubted me. But I think that's definitely a good um, something that plays into it too. You know, just that mm-hmm. generational. You know, everyone. It's you know these stories. You know, are they don't. You know, they grow with you. You know, there's you know stories that for younger audiences. Some are stories for older audiences. But they're all stories that can be enjoyed by people. You know, experiences yeah. that we go through. It's really these situations in which the characters is placed on it depends on really the the age group that that that's appropriate for this particular book yeah exactly so that that's definitely i think a fun a fun uh you know a fun reason a reason why people think it's fun yeah yeah but i agree with them mm-hmm. movies are, are, are freaking dope mm-hmm. all right so which one do you, do you want to go over next? I kind of, I think it'd be cool to talk about the inspiration. I think that's something that you talk about quite a bit. Well, yeah, yeah. inspiration and, and, and number two, escape kind of go side yeah. by side because, well, for one thing, Superman's whole purpose is to inspire the, the, the DCU. That's his yeah. thing. Yeah. The S means for hope. Hope starts with an A, stupid. Yeah. That's such a great YouTube video. I think Batman should inspire more hope than Superman. Superman is a pushover. They tried to do that in the Batman Begins movie. That's one of my right. biggest gripes is that they said Batman could be a symbol to inspire. Uh, that's the other guy. <laughs> you're supposed to make people afraid. Yeah, you're definitely right. Superman's the one inspired. Do you think Batman is cooler than Superman or more popular? Or I mean, that was definitely... Personal. Well, Batman is the character that DC forces on people because there's so many Batman books to the point where the joke goes that DC all of a sudden decided never to publish Batman anymore. All the comic book bookstores would shut down. It's funny because maybe it's true. It's probably true. But but there's like four Batman books going on right now. Yeah. Or or stuff linked to Batman. But I mean, I guess more personally, Superman is always... Superman's my guy. It's Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman are all three tied for number one. I see. I'm a Trinity guy. That's that's good. That's good. Yeah. Which is good because they have comic book series that's just about those three. Yeah. That's fun. That, that's what about fun. you? In terms of DC, I, I, I think I definitely in, I like Batman more because I just know more of Batman. And for me, Superman always was he has every power, so he's not relatable. That's bad reason. But I know that's not true, though, because when you actually get into Superman stories, you realize the, his struggles are like really big and real mm-hmm. so he is actually like a really interesting character like having all that power being able to use it responsibly particularly when you watch the show um superman and lois because mm-hmm. one of his kids has powers and he's trying to teach him how to be responsible and yeah. how to how to like hold back and use his power and 
still be able to do the same stuff ordinary people do, but yeah. do it in a way where you're not going to wreck half the neighborhood. Right. And that, that's a good point because injustice really shows us what happens if, hey, Superman said, I'm just going to solve every, you know, I think that's something. People, yeah, you said you all work for me now. Right. I think that's something that people say all the time, like, well, why, you know, why are there any problems in the DC world? Superman should just be able to fix everything. And this is really, I mean, injustice shows us what happens when Superman just tries to fix everything himself, you know, like just takes over and gives. There's a reason why he has a rule. Superman's one rule is we don't govern. Uh There's a reason for that. I see. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a reason why during World War II, they never showed the the superheroes in direct combat with the enemy because they're not real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's, it's, they can't solve all the, all the problems. Try as they might. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. It's it's a good it's a it's a good interesting discussion point. You know, like just you were when you get into it. You know, just seeing how uh, Superman's character is really interesting. But for me, definitely, I, I'm a big fan of Batman. Batman's like you know really cool. I would have thought Superman would be your guy. I, Superman's cool. I think he is cool. But Batman is like with all his gadgets. And you know, Batman little invention James Bond with a cape, exactly like all those gadgets. He's like Iron Man, but without like the protective suit. Like he's but a better fighter, too. better fighter. And all and Flash is someone that I've really grown to like because I I, I always thought the he, show we just got we just talked about that exactly. I I think Flash was cool. I think I always thought the red outfit looks cool, but watching the CW Flash show, I fell in love with the character. Just a really cool story. Me too, honestly, it's super cool. It's just kind of yeah. funny when. He shows up in his first cameo appearances in Era. I'm like, Barry Allen, where's that name? Sound yeah. That when he's struck by lightning, I'm like, oh, that's who you are. Yeah, no, it's 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 good stuff. So I think those guys are for me, but I mean, you know, this is this is something that's cool because you know, you can have a favorite, you can have, you know, multiple and there's a book for you. It's, it's not like if you're a Green Lantern fan, there's no comic books for you to read. Yeah. The the genius about having all these characters that have books is because if you like him, you can just read Superman. What if I'm a Kamala Khan fan? Can I find her comic book series? I'm sure you can. I don't know why you would want to, but I'm sure you can. <laughs> I, I think Kamala Khan's cool. Marvel needs a reboot. Reboot and clean the slate clean of all new all different. That's it. They already did. Keep I think. the Captain America. I think I think they fixed Cap. I think they fixed all new all different already. They f- fixed because Kamala Khan is just as annoying as she was back. Then. I know I read the first Kamala Khan comic on Marvel. Maybe Limited. she got better. It was the most torturous thing I've ever done. Oh boy, I like her on a team though. Team, she could be more. There was plenty of characters that are annoying in their own books, but are better on teams. Yeah, that's an interesting thing to think about. Some characters. That's why the Justice enjoy. League was created to just sell other characters. Yeah. That's why for the longest time, Batman, Superman, and one, none of the famous characters were on the, the league. Yeah. They only had like one character like Batman. And then they figured people will come there to read Batman. Then they're exposed to all these other characters. Hmm. And then Grant Morrison is like, why aren't Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman, and, and Martian Manhunter on the Justice League? Yeah. Why aren't the best, why aren't the main char- pillars of DC on the Justice League? This makes no sense. That's a good point. Yeah. That's why he started. That's why his run on Justice League is legendary. That's good. Yeah. No, but they definitely, they definitely have that inspiration, like you said, Superman of hope, Batman's like you know fear, fear definitely, you know. Wonder Woman is strength. Uh, I don't know. Killing, killing war. Yeah, strength. I don't know. I think Wonder Woman's more of mercy or anything. I think it'd be mercy, yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. No, they they have really good stuff, and you know. Uh, I think that, like, what's it called? The 
you know, Marvel also has some pretty cool characters. You know, every you know, Marvel and DC run Marvel things a little differently. Inspirational. I yeah. understand that. Marvel is more oriented toward what's going on now, and that's fine. Their whole thing is the world outside your window. That's, yeah, that's your own style. I like that. Personally, I'm just more into the mythology part right. that runs through DC. But I also I also like Marvel yeah. because you have well, inspiration, Captain America. Yeah, and he is like. Yeah. Like, you can't give any more inspiration than dude that's wearing the American flag. Yeah, that that is like really, you know. I'm surprised he doesn't have a flag cape. Yeah, honestly, like, yeah, Cap is like a, a symbol, you know, like mm-hmm. he's you know the shield and everything, you know, and we you know we have really characters that are really exciting and fun, and you know these are characters that people fall in love with, and there's different interpretations, different styles, like the Ultimate version. You know, I love the, the ultimate version of Captain America. Yeah. So I think my problem with Marvel is that they're more likely to replace their legacy characters with knockoffs like they did with All New, All Different. Mm-hmm. They do that more with Marvel than DC. You're right, yeah. I'm like, look at this way. They almost... It, it, so Future State was going to be 5G yeah. in the past. And this is a well-known secret. And <laughs> A well-known secret. Well-known secret, <laughs> I know. It's, it's uh, something that DC wishes were a secret. Yeah. Their plan for 5G was going to reboot the universe, well, kind of reboot, mm. do a time jump. All of the Ju- Justice League characters are gone, except they basically wokeified the League. In other words, you That'd have, be- like, Black Batman, which I heard was not that bad. Yeah. You have a, a non-binary Wonder Woman. In uh. other words, they would focus on diversity over good characters. Yeah. And the fan base did not like that. That's seems kind of so strange. then they canceled 5g and then they already had stuff already r- r- ready to publish i guess yeah. they just rebranded it uh, as future state and I made see. it a month-long event that's what happened i guess mm-hmm. i see that's what future state is so i mean they almost did the same thing marvel kind of did then. yeah they almost did and, until someone probably realized it, it actually did not go marvel almost went bankrupt again really it did not go well for marvel with all no different which makes me concerned that why is the mcu doing it now mm-hmm. Yeah, I, hopefully, I, I think the MCU. Is... I mean, they nailed the Captain America Falcon thing, so mm-hmm. there's there's hope. Yeah, I like I, that was really good, and you know, I, I think they're I think they are not doing. You know, they're they're when they transition the legacy characters in the MCU, they're doing it judiciously, not like all new, all different did, which was like, First, well, they keep the the other characters around. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like it, it, because they're doing an, another book called um, Super uh, Superboy, Son of Superman, or something like that, where Jonathan Kent becomes the main Superman of Earth because Superman's going in space. But they also have the action comics books. So if you mm-hmm. want to read about Clark Kent Superman, you can. Yeah, if you want to read Bruce Wayne Batman, or, or you want to read Tim Fox Batman, mm-hmm. which makes no sense, by the way, the Tim Fox Batman. I looked at the details of the story and I'm like, okay, <laughs> this makes no sense. Yeah. But it's like, you, you, you want to read Yara Floor? Fine. In, in Future State, what they did to their credits, they had the Diana Wonder Woman book mm. and the Yara Floor Wonder Woman book. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll take it. Mm. Yeah, so. Because DC knows that ultimately their, uh, 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 their legacy is built on Clark Kent Superman, mm. which is why everyone's throwing a, a fit that they want to do the, the the black Superman movie with the black Clark Kent because you're changing to a certain degree that that um legacy. I see. And when when there's uh what's his um when there's an option to do it to, to just say have a Calvin when there's a pre-existing character that is that character but yeah. d- but different Calvin Ellis, which is a the president of the United States. By the yeah. way, why wouldn't you want to do that if you want to inspire black people? Why wouldn't you pick the character? Modeled after President Barack Obama and 
became the president of the United States. That'd be really cool. That'd be a cool. Uh, Superman as the president of the United States is actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Is that like a secret identity or is he public? I'm not sure people, I, I haven't yeah. read that much. It, it, yeah. If you guys know, know about a drop in the comments, I'd love to find out. Yeah. That, that sounds, a, that, that's a cool. Doesn't story. that sound like a cool story? Uh -huh. yeah. Instead of doing a black Clark Kent, plus the fact that he's, plus the fact it just doesn't make sense in the context of the story, but I'm not going to get again to a rant on this. Yeah. The point is, is that, is that DC is more respectful of their of their legacy characters. There's another reason why I like DC more than Marvel. Mm -hmm. They're not always trying to replace it because Jim Lee is smart. He knows the fans will not want that. Oh, man. They did that with Wally West, The Flash, and the fans hated it. That was where you get the black Wally West from the new 52. They kept him around, but brought back the red-haired Wally West. Yeah, it's funny they call him now Ginger Wally West, kind of. <laughs> And they call the other ones, uh, I think it's like um, uh, uh, Wallace West is the black one. Yeah, I think they, they kind of distinguish like that. At so least they did that. It's kind of weird that, you know, he was supposed to be like a, you know, a new version of Wally West, but then they actually like brought the other one back also. So it's kind of confusing. Because they knew everyone loved the other one too. Yeah, so it's weird. There's like two of the same. Let's put it this way. That was the Flash for years yeah. from Crisis on Infinite Earths to Final Crisis, that was the Flash. Yeah, you're right. That was the character there. Plus, you have the Justice League Unlimited cartoon. <laughs> you're going to replace Wally West, really? Yeah. You know, that's something that kind of reminded me what you said a little earlier is that, you know, Jim Jim Lee, right, uh, mm -hmm. knows the character. Is That's, I think, another thing uh, that has a big influence on the characters that we enjoy. You know, the artists, the writers, the people that draw it, you know, that, like, that plays a big part. And sometimes people don't see that, you know, the people behind it who make it you know the the inspiration there mm -hmm. like you said you you know like about the you know the artists and the writers mm -hmm. quite a bit aren't like what do you think about that yeah it's that definitely true that's why creative teams are important but mm -hmm. occasionally you'll have a new writer who's just starting out that somehow get, gets like mm -hmm. these characters like i think uh, mariko tamaki is writing detective comics uh -huh. and she's doing really good really well with it yeah. joelle jones is doing wonder woman for the yard floor, but it's doing really well. Occasionally, you'll have those ones that start off here and do fantastically. Right. Which, but I feel like, okay, so occasionally you'll have it with they'll just drop a character, uh, a a new writer with a legendary character, right. and it won't do well. It's because this character hasn't this character, this writer or artist. Well, the the, the, the artist, it's a little, it's a little different. I think it's easier to just throw an yeah. artist on there because it's like you're not exactly like making the character say stuff you're not exactly characterizing the character yeah. as much as the writer but with the writer it's like what you what they should do is make them start on minor characters to like get their feet wet learn what the what the fans want and don't want and then uh, transition them once they're good enough to the uh big characters like superman batman yeah. and wonder woman it's like jim lee started off on like alpha flight it was like this obscure canadian superhero team he sold so much that he went to Punisher. And then yeah. from Punisher, he went to X-Men. And wow. from X-Men, he, he left Marvel, formed Image Comics, which is his own thing. It's where you get like Wildcats. Really? And uh, let's see, you, you, you get uh, Spawn, Grifter. Right? I think it's Spawn. Spawn. Spawn's creator worked for, for oh, Image yeah. Comics. But is this where you get Grifter from like the, the Flashpoint movie? Oh, I see. And then, uh, he, and then he, he did DC. And then immediately when he came to DC, he, was, he had that well-established track record. They just said, Throw him on Batman. Really? So 
so yep. these these people kind of move around sometimes between DC. They and move around because ultimately, unless you're an actual employee, an executive, for the most part, you're, you're an independent contractor. Oh, okay. They don't they don't actually like work directly with the company. It's essentially like if you hire if you contract out of a company like mow your grass. Or yeah, like that, kind of. I see. Okay, that's kind of interesting. I didn't I didn't know some of that behind the scenes. That's why it's harder to fire these people when they insult the fans on social media. What's wrong with doing that? Uh, you're insulting your customer base. Uh, oh, we should insult both. our fans on social media. Yeah, you guys suck. Well, like, uh, we love you guys. Uh, <laughs> anyway. uh, oh, boy. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> but yeah, 100%. And, and go, going back to the creative teams, but you do have character um, writers and artists that are associated with the characters. Like Jeff Johns is forever associated with Green Lantern. Yeah. Uh, Jim Lee, probably more so with Batman and the Justice League because of the new 52 run. Mm -hmm. Jeff Johns also with Justice League because of the new 52. Yeah. Uh, Dan Jurgens for Superman because I think he did the the Death of Superman storyline. There's, there's certain writers, uh, Scott Snyder with Batman because he's the one that, that invented the Court of Owls and then he did yeah. Metal and Death Metal. Frank Miller on Batman because he had the whole Dark Knight Returns storyline. Mm -hmm. But yeah, ultimately you do have have uh, writers and artists who are associated with that character only. Like, oh, he he's that guy from that Superman book. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, I think I think that yeah, I think that you know that's something uh, a whole world on its own that people can get into sometimes mm -hmm. and check it out, and it's fun and exciting. Because it is it is a noticeable when a different writer takes on a comic that you've right. been reading for a while. I mean. Uh, um, when I went from the, the new 52 Justice League to Rebirth, it felt very different because mm. I went from Jeff Johns to another guy, Brian Hitch. Yeah. But yeah, so let's see. What else can we talk about? Do you want to, uh, what other topic do you want to talk about on here? Uh, I mean, okay, let's talk about like some of the powers and abilities different characters have. Like, I think that's something that people uh, find exciting. You know, just like, you know, people that can, you know, lift mountains and destroy, you know, uh, buildings in a single you know leap bound buildings a single bound single bound yeah stuff like that you know like i think that's something that people find exciting and cool yeah yeah 100 percent. but it also leads to a lot of misconceptions about the characters like you briefly touched on the superman thing where everyone's like oh he can solve anything no he can't i mean if you throw a red sun at him he's done yeah that's true or a kryptonite that's the only reason for, for kryptonite to exist because yeah. it's like you have to give this guy some weakness because otherwise it's just like oh he's god yeah it's it's kind of too op yeah which superhero do you think has the coolest powers oh that's a tough one there's so many good abilities out there you know that some really weird stuff uh you know is it spider-man Sp spider-man has really fun abilities Flash is really overpowered. I like Flash because the little known fact is that he can learn anything in like a second. That's cool. That that's a cool. Ability. I could essentially get get every PhD yeah. in a second. Yeah, just like flip flip, 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 flip through all the books and. It's like in Transformers Two yeah. when Sam is going through the book. I spent your whole book. I said wrong. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, no, it's that's a good that's a good thing. I think. Although they do have side like. Uh, like uh, weaknesses to those powers and what I mean by that is because like the Flash yeah he's super fast but he also perceives things really slow mm -hmm. that's the that's the thing that they don't really communicate that well in the movie I mean Snyder did when, yeah. when Bruce throws the battle ring at, at Barry he's like yeah. you're Batman yeah but for the most part it's like 
Right. It, it. I think he has definitely a cool power. It's like Wolverine. Okay, so he's immortal. That sounds. He he heals. Well, he he heals, so he stays in that age, and he can't die. So yeah. you're you're watching people live and die. Yeah. Some some of these builds have negative sides to it. It's cool. It's cool when ability of a character is explored or fleshed out more or explained or you find like you know the downside of it like wolverine and i think a lot of a lot of x-men characters have really cool abilities you know they're all just you know random abilities it's like, like scott can't can't yeah. see without those sunglasses yeah. because always a laser you yeah i do like daredevil's thing because even though he's blind he has every other sense is like super heightened to yeah. the point where he has a sonar yeah that's really that's really cool that's that's good stuff hey daredevil yeah he's, he's another character that kind of has an a, a murky reputation because of the movie mm-hmm. but everyone lo- uh, loves his comics in fact i think he, he's known as the one that has like um one of the best comics i think thor is interesting because in the movie they kind of established that it's not the hammer that gives him his powers even yeah. though if he be worthy he shall have the power of thor yeah but in the comics it's like he needs the hammer yeah yeah, First, I mean, he's still super strong because he's an Asgardian, but his lightning stuff in the uh, comics, as far as I know, you can correct me in the comments, doesn't come from that. Uh, is it like something that's inherent to him? It comes from the hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. That, yeah, but I do like how they can still have like badass characters that don't have powers like Tony Stark or right. Batman because like, and I say this in this in the paper I'm working on is that that makes these superheroes more relatable per se and more like accessible. And what I mean by that is that it's easier to become Batman than it is to become Superman. Mm -hmm. Because with Batman is that if you have enough money Mm -hmm. and you have enough time to to learn everything about detective work, prep time, exactly. If you have enough prep time, you can become Batman. You can't become Superman if you're from Earth. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, can't become Wonder Woman unless you're from, you're from an island of immortal women. Yeah, that stab people with swords. Yeah, can't become the Hulk unless you somehow survive a gamma bomb explosion. Which I, you could survive a gamma. Can you? You're the science guy. I'm not a, a science. That's of a science. I, I, I that's not one of my PhDs. <laughs> but yes, every PhD except science. Yeah, exactly. But he missed the entire science thing. That, like, you know, Hulk powers. Yeah, that'd be kind of a tough one. Although, that's another thing on the drawbacks of superpowers. He can't control himself when he turns into the Hulk. Yeah, that's kind of a downside, definitely. The only one who can is She-Hulk. Because it was it was a blood transfusion. that, uh-huh. And she can fr- freely turn from, from, from lawyer to She-Hulk, yeah. from all that. That's another character that's been changed, like, a lot. Yeah, I think you're right. She-Hulk, yeah. Okay, so what other okay, so it also allows people to like vicariously live through these characters. Like, as someone that spent a lot of time in the hospital and was immobilized mm-hmm. many times, just um, sitting on my ass playing video yeah. games, where I used to play as the Hulk in the Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction game, yeah. still felt like I kind of move. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's like you can do things that you know you couldn't normally do, you know, just. Yeah, I mean, in in the Lego Super Villains game, I like to play a Superman, fly up and laser everyone. Yeah, yeah, it, it's cool unlimited to, power. Unleash on everyone. Yeah, no, it's 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 fun stuff and it's exciting. You know, it's just like living. You know, kind of, you know, seeing how it would be to live like the characters. Mm-hmm. You know, just having that type of power. Like, oh, what could you do with for you know? 
you know, Superman's powers or Spidey's powers and just like, mm-hmm. you know, just have that Spidey sense. Like, you know, it's fun stuff, you know. Here's a question for you, speaking of powers. Would you rather, all right, be, be able to teleport only two feet at a time hmm. or be, have the ability to fly, but you can only fly north? Oh, man. That's a really good question. Flying north. <sighs> Take into account the Earth's rotation. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I like the teleporter thing more. I mean, two it's, feet at a time. I mean, at least it's something. That's true, and it probably won't, won't like drain your energy reserves that much. You, you could just go. You could go through. A, you could go through a wall, but you can't see through the wall. Yeah, but you could. You could teleport the other side of the Depends wall. Depends on how thick the wall is. It's a good point. Like you're not gonna teleport through a nuclear plant uh, yeah, silo. That's true. Yeah. Personally, I'd prefer to fly north because here's the thing: the Earth rotates. So even if you're only flying north, eventually you're gonna get over your location. Yeah, I guess so. And if you have Superman flight speeds, that can take that long. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so th- th- that's our discussion about powers. So let's see what other uh, on the list you want to cover. What's the next one? uh i mean we could talk about like their outfits and styles and yeah that's one of the things i think is the most fun of Mm -hmm. of being involved in in, like the superhero community because you you get to see all everyone has like their own unique costume you mentioned barry allen when you look at the jay garrett costume from the barry allen thing we had the doughboy helmet wings on the side of it and wings on his feet yeah that's funny like he got his powers from hard water yeah that's where Barry Allen was like one piece and had a lightning motif. At the time, that was yeah. the only superhero that really did that. Right. No, it, it was, it, you know, it's unique. It's interesting. It's it's cool. I think people find it interesting, you know? Yeah, and speaking of action comics number one, if you look at the super... So here's relatively the Superman costume from now. Huh. Here was it in 1938. Hang on, I'm pulling that up. Ooh. I am flipping through this comic book. 38, that's way, way back this yeah it looks quite different i mean it has an s on it but it's like it's a smaller s and a little bit of a, an actual shield yeah but yeah it, it that's another interesting thing seeing these these characters evolve in terms of the costume they wear because remember we just watched the snyder cut mm-hmm. and superman actually had the blacks as far as i know it's the first time the black suit's ever been in live action yeah and cgi all they did was they color correct. He was wearing the normal suit and all, all they did, did was color correct it. Yeah. And it looks like they actually had a black suit. It's better than the lip. That way better than the lip. Mm-hmm. The only thing that makes it, it different from the comic book one is because in the comic book one, the black suit had no cape. No yeah. capes. No cape. But I get that, that, that he, he wanted to, to still feel a, yeah. a, a, like Superman be a little di- um, yeah. different because for the foreseeable future, that's going to be his costume. So I, I get that. I, I'm, I'm willing to ignore that part. I didn't, I didn't know about the no cape thing. Well, the essence of the black suit is there. Yeah. So that, that's why I really don't care. It's a, it's a black suit, yeah. All these blacks and silver and all that stuff, yeah. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Even Wonder Woman, she has gone... I'm going to pull up a little bit of Wonder Woman's costumes. She has gone through, like, ridiculous amount of uh, a costume evolution. She's gone through quite a bit of change in her publication history. So first, I'll share this. Okay, so let me go back to the Zoom call and share this. So this is her in Amazonian armor. Hang on. Sharing, sharing, and 
be sure to ch ch check out the YouTube at Comics League Network. Mm -hmm. All right. So this is the basically the progression of the Wonder Woman costume. I mean, you have the new 52, the Earth 2 Wonder Woman, and then the, the current Rebirth generation, more in line with the Gal Gadot Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. They definitely base it off of Rebirth. In fact, even in the beginning of Rebirth, Wonder Woman had a cape. Oh, cool. In, um, in Wonder Woman 600, the, the comic book series, they gave her like pants and a, and a leather jacket. That's pretty cool. In the Justice League movies, the animated movies, they gave her like right here. Here's the animated Wonder Woman. They have the Flashpoint Wonder Woman. And then they also have the Wonder Woman from the like from the animated movies. And you can tell it's markedly different. Mm. Even from the new 52 Wonder Woman, I was like, why does she have a collar? Yeah. And then they had, so here's another one. We have the Wonder Woman from like the, when she first showed up. Yeah. The Wonder Woman from the TV movie, huh. 1974, not the Linda Carter. Yeah. The, the 90s Wonder Woman. And the 90s is when everyone basically looked like they belonged to a biker gang. <laughs> oh, and then they had the, the 2015 second full body new f f 52 costume, which I loved. Oh, really? Yeah, that's this red costume right here. Ooh, it was yeah. so cool. That's cool. Yeah, it was full body. She had arm blades that come out. I was like, yes. Nice. Oh, Batman. Pull up something for Batman. So all right, all right. See a little comparison of the, you know, Batman over the years. Yeah, the bat suit. So we have. So here's like the original Batman, and, and you have the campy Batman. A little uh, uh, less campy, less campy. This was more of the one that people know a lot about. Mm -hmm. And then you have the fragment uh, Miller Batman, and you and you notice it looks very similar to, to to Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah, the giant bat symbol. Which is what, which is again, this is how you know um, Zack Snyder based it off of Frank Miller. Yeah. And then you have like the Rebirth Batman, which I like the Rebirth symbol in the way that it's that that it's a bat, but it's it's like high, it's like. Uh, I guess that the word is like bordered in gold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I like that more than having a like a circle around it or something. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a big fan of the circle one. And mm -hmm. then in the new 52, he adopted more of an armor look. A lot of the of the heroes. Uh, well, here's the Adam West Batman nice. with the circle. Yeah, yeah, I like that because it was simple. Yeah, it was <laughs> very simple. It fit simpler, the tone of the show. Simpler times. And then you have like the the Michael Bat Keaton nipples. Batman, which was. No, that wasn't bat nipples. Oh, that, that wasn't. was George Clooney. Oh, okay. This one he couldn't turn his head. Oh, so that's he was right. Like, yeah, he, that, that was the one where you could do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh come on, guys. Yeah. So, uh, again, the massive bat signal, and then they had one where bat, well, Batman's like in Victorian England. That was the Batman Gotham by Gaslight. I see. And then you had that's the bat nips. Oh, this one right here. Bat nipples. All right. <laughs> the Nolan suit up until the the Ben Affleck suit was my favorite. Nolan suit was definitely really modern. modern. And then I, I love how in the Batman animated series, when that shot came up at the end of the opening credits, there was no like Batman, the animated series, because they go, as soon as he's highlighted, you know what you're watching. I don't yeah. have to do this. That's that's interesting. And the present day is like, okay, so here's New 52. Here's Arkham Asylum, the first one. I see. And Arkham Knight is more of like a RoboCop Batman. Yeah. And it's like he has an arm little computer that, that shows like a FaceTime screen. <laughs> that's nice. And again, the Ben Affleck Batman has the massive bat there. Yeah, and it looks a lot, a lot like the, the, uh, the 
the one from, from Frank Miller. And let's go to Superman real quick. Superman per se hasn't gone through that many. Well, actually, he has gone through that many evolutions. Let's go through this picture. This is on Pinterest. Hang on, hang on. I actually have to get an account. Nope, not doing that. But anyway, we can look through here. Well, so here's how many costumes Superman has gone through. Whoa. And, and then you have like the blue Superman blue, from the 90s. What's that, that no blue one thing going on? This is when he became a being of energy. Oh, that For happens. some reason. Hey, when that happens. They have the new 52 Superman. They have the Superman from Earth 1, which I have. They have the Superboy Prime Superman. I'm trying to find a better picture that's like an evolution of Superman. Mm -hmm. That's not like really tiny. Yeah. Well, here's the evolution of the S, as a matter of fact. So you have the, the, the a 1941 one, and then 1948 was more pronounced on the chest. And then you have the Christopher Reeves one is more classic-minded. Dean Kane was a little more like, well, I, I was a, what well, the problem I had with the Brandon Rouse Superman mm -hmm. S that was too small. Yeah, it, looked a it was really small. But with Cavill, it's the proper proportions. Yeah. Yeah, like, see, right there. It's the proper proportions. I like his suit. That Superman suit is dope. Yeah. not a. I wasn't a big fan of this because I didn't like the, the cape coming up to his shoulders. Oh, see, yeah. That was my problem with it. When I saw this... Oh, they fixed it now. I was like, yes, thank you. That's cool. Because I, I get the feeling the fans shared my dislike of this. Mm -hmm. But I did like when Superman got basically Iron Man armor. That is pretty cool. That's his, um, what was it? Unchained armor because it was done in Superman Unchained. And I liked when they did Rebirth and they brought in the, and they did Superman Reborn where they merged the two yeah. Superman. Well, first off, they had this was the original Rebirth costume and I'll hold that up to the camera right there. And then what they did in, Re in Superman Reborn is they did this. They, they gave him a new costume which had more of a belt on there. You notice the underwear is on the inside. You know why that is, lad? Why? Because at the times um, they were having um, like copyright disputes with Siegel and Schuster, and Siegel and Schuster had uh, the family had copyrighted certain points, of, certain parts of Superman, like the underwear, the S curl. Really, that's why it stopped showing up. Really, so that's were, the reason why it stopped showing there up. There were some legal disputes at the time. Yeah, that's why. I see. I didn't know that. We also have the Injustice version of Superman, which I like because it's a little more armored. Yeah freaking he's massive yeah and then the kingdom come superman had the dope black ass yeah. we saw this in christ on infinite earths mm -hmm. yeah that was what the brandon Routh superman thing was based on and then we have this i'm assuming you're alfred yeah because if you look at it in the in the Whedon cut back years and years and years ago which was the last time i watched it because yeah. it's that bad that this was a deleted scene that, that they put on the disc but it was the blue and gold yeah. it was the normal superman suit and, and you know it's kind of funny after the Snyder cut, I was like, you know what? If that was the costume he stayed with in the entire Snyderverse, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, it fits the Snyderverse and it makes it a little more unique. That's it's a pretty cool look. I just love how they had a hey. It, I'm like I'm wondering if these suits like conform to the wearer because I'm like it's hilarious how the Kryptonian scout ship <laughs> happened to have another Kryptonian suit in his size. That's kind of funny. Yeah, I'm like. And I love how, how Snyder goes. At first, I had the underwear on the outside, but just looked dumb. Yep. Oh, that's a good photo with all Superman and Batman up there. Yeah, there you go. It's all, all the comparisons of the different two Superman. 
That's cool. Yeah, that with their, I think it has their, yeah, their actors and stuff like that. I love how small, how weird Batman's cowl used to look. Yeah, there's a couple like on, you know, they had a couple of serials like way mm. back in the, I don't know, 50s or 40s or something like that. The Adam West one of the normal, of the old ones is my favorite. Yeah, that, that was like the first like actual, like, you know, <laughs> you know. Because I like, like the small bat ears. Yeah, small which bat Which go, goes in with the, even uh, Ben Affleck had that. Yeah. So this was a storyline where they're going to a costume. So um, Lois, so the Kents and, and Batman and Catwoman mm-hmm. go on a double date to a uh, carnival, but the carnival's having like superhero costume nights, so it was just the superheroes. Wonder Twin over there. So their idea is let's switch costumes. So so <laughs> right here, that's Superman. Oh, that's really funny. And that's Batman. You can tell by the scowl. Yeah. That's I think that's Lois Lane. That's r- really funny, actually. <laughs> so it's hilarious is that they go into the tunnel of love, and then <laughs> as they're coming out, Batman and Catwoman are like making out like very aggressively, <laughs> and then Superman and, and, and Lois Lane are like sitting there yeah. pretty nice and proper, but but like uh but like Catwoman is like really going yeah. at Batman. By the way, in the Superman and Lois show, the first scene is a recreation of Action Comics number one but they had the costume from the old Max Fleischer cartoons. Wow, that's crazy. I got to show you that show. But yeah. still, look at that. That's good. That's they really roll good. on with us, and I'm like, at that moment, I was like, this show is going to be good. Yeah, that's really good that they actually, you know. They're respectful. The and then, the, and then you, you also have, have the new animated costume that you saw actually in the JSA movie. They that's how the, I knew that, that this was in the same continuity. They put the underwear back the right way. Because I guess all that stuff got resolved. Uh, and it's also because Bendis was so like caught in the past that he brought that back. That was his thing. The underwear is a good look. Here's guys. the stupid thing. He had characters comment on it. Oh, and I'm right. like, who the hell cares? It's funny. Just do it. It's funny. I love that. It's, to it's quote good. Shia LaBeouf, just do it. It's a good It's a good look. It's no, it's not. It's a dumb look. It's a good. Like, in Smallville, it wasn't until the last scene of the last episode that he put the suit on. Yeah. Before when he, he was just carrying a jacket that had it. By the way, here's another in- indicator of, of like the classic Superman suits. This is the Superman of Earth 2. The S is like m- much larger. Yeah. And then the, the new 52. The reason why I, li- I like this suit is because so you remember in, in Avengers Infinity War where, where Tony Stark, um, the suit like formed around oh, him? Yeah. That's what that does. Really? Yeah, it, it's activated by his thoughts. It, it, it's contained in like an S, in like the S sigil. Oh, it gets cool. smaller when it's actually on his chest. Yeah. And then he, he just um, puts that on and activates it with his thoughts and then it materializes on him. That's really cool, I think. Yeah, that's really cool. Here's the... Here's the uh, the cage Superman suit. Well, yeah, but we were robbed of that. Uh, he's gonna fight a giant spider. That would have been so good. And I'm like, no, it wouldn't have. Yes, it would have been. I think the problem with the Green Lantern costume is that it's too CGI. Yeah. Particularly on the face, because it's really hard to have anything on the face CGI look real. Mm. It's the same reason why the, the CGI lip look terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there's so much stuff that's involved when you move your face. Yeah, and the camera's focusing on that and stuff. Yeah, right here's the, the, the old cartoon Superman suit. Here's the Red Sun Superman, you know, the Soviet Superman. <laughs> that's fun. Here's the Soviet Superman and Wonder Woman. Yeah. By the way, so what's cool yeah. is is that when Henry Cavill was, uh, did a screen test for Superman in the classic suit, I'm trying to find that actual picture. 
actually I'll plug this in screen test. This is what, so here's the screen test. First off, here you go. This is from back in the day. He was in the Christopher Reeves suit. Really? Yeah. That was the screen test for Superman. That's crazy. That's crazy. They actually did that. And they yeah, I know. It's so good. Yeah, there you go. This was, I think, when they first announced that Cavill would be Superman. I like that suit. That's cool. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so that's what we got in terms of costumes. And the thing about the costumes is that they're indicative of like the character of the time. Because remember, in the 90s, everyone got like super spiky hair yeah. like Goku. Yeah. Everyone got like super intense black yeah. leather. Yeah. Tactical pouches and cargo yeah. shorts. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Then the, the blue Superman, which was dumb. Was Dark Knight Returns also around that time? Dark Knight Returns was 80s. Was oh, 80s? Okay, got mm -hmm. it. And that costume was way better. <laughs> yeah. That was before they even killed Superman. They just had, uh, I think that was before they had Superman die. But anyway, if, if I'm wrong, just, just put in the comments again. And we'll untitle the other video when you're, you're wrong now instead of being right. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, I correctly predicted something from the recent Bad Batch episode. Yep. Confined on our other episode. If you either confine it, either go listen to the other episode or, or you can go back to, to the um, Knights of Mandalore episode from last week yeah. and see if you can find which thing I predicted. Yeah, that's right. All right. So let's go with what's next. Uh, I think, I guess we just kind of... Did we cover everything? I think we covered everything. I mean, yeah. in inspiration, I mean, if you just want to talk a little bit about... I kind like, of talked about that, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's meant by, like, they inspire we, us to be a, a better version of ourselves. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like the whole point of, like, kids, like Superman, yeah. is to show us that you can always do the right thing. Mm, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and, and they, they, they can push a message like that. Yeah, and I like how the message kind of... Well, sometimes the, the message can be a little much... Mm -hmm. particularly when they're only allowing one perspective to be shown. But I mean, let me put it this way. You can use, definitely use co comic books to push political messages. I mean, Captain America was used to, to make people buy war bonds and such. We saw in the Captain America yeah. movie and, and the GIs were reading, were reading yeah. the, the actual issue. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's important to not like go crazy with the political um, messaging and make it what you should do and this was my problem with modern comics they're too obvious with the political messaging what they should do focus on the story and you can like subtly put it in there because here's the problem it's, it's like um dc changed a lot of their milestone characters to get origins linked to 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 the protests from last year they did yeah now the issue with that in uh, milestone was like static shock oh oh okay now, yeah the, the issue with that that now those characters are dated Oh, uh, okay. I the see. thing about Superman coming to Earth is that that could happen anytime. Yeah. Batman could happen anytime. Wonder Woman could happen anytime. Hmm. If you do it, if you limit it to that one time period, it kind of take it kind of takes away from the character because eventually they'll get irrelevant. I see. Like we don't care anymore. Yeah, I guess that would be something that's kind of tough because they're kind of dated to a specific thing, and if you know if you know things change, then it's kind of weird because they would still be connected to something from the past. That's why keep make it normal, make it like because what they should have done is just do it like any normal protest. Because let me put it this way: the X Men are a good example of this. They're designed to be an analogy for racism, mm -hmm. but they do it in a way that's not that it's applicable to like a wide range of things. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. 
I see what you're saying. But, but yeah, I'm not against like having politics and comics because I'm put it this way: politics are going to be in any media, mm-hmm. any any medium whatsoever. Just important to like make it so it's not too too like yeah. there. All right. Well, my uh, my th- the throat's a little sore, but, but so I, I guess we're going to call it that. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. It's um. It's no, it's no um, accident that uh, one more thing is that after 9-11, all of a sudden superheroes got this massive boom in popularity. Really? Because when you think about it, and I talk about this in my paper, I think it's because 9-11, there was no like, there's no, was no flag that we could point to and say they did this as opposed to like Pearl Harbor with World War II. We could say the Japanese yeah. Air Force bombed us. Where with superheroes, you know who the bad guy is. Yeah. You know, it's like the Joker or Lex mm-hmm. Luthor. Yeah. And you know that eventually good's always going to triumph over evil. Right. So I think also the time period per se kind of indicates how successful a superhero is going to be. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. So lad, any final thoughts on the topic? before no, I think that I think that pretty much covers it. All right, everyone. Uh, and by the way, uh, at some point uh, when I finish it, we will be doing a topic talking about my paper because mm-hmm. I think it'd be very applicable to this yeah. topic. And we're going to be working a lot on imp- on uh, m- making some s- subtle changes to the podcast, and, and, and nothing really extreme. We're um, removing some things, removing we're, some we're, people. We're replacing one of the co-hosts. Yeah, <laughs> one that's, that didn't that wasn't on for six episodes before. This. <laughs> yeah. All right, but um, the YouTube channel is going to be home to a lot of more short, short term, short like content as a well. And the, uh, the the full shows for uh, for the under two caves video show, but for the most part, the other shows are going to be shorter than these episodes, probably like le- less than an hour. I'm, I'd say the max would be a half hour to forty five min- minutes, but but forty five is really pushing it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're going to have a lot more short term content, and uh, yeah, we're going to ha- have some more branding and everything. It's going to be really fun. And then eventually, if we get popular, maybe we'll even make t shirts. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right, so stay heroic, everyone. McClunky.